On this episode of the AIE podcast, the AI community is doing all the things. Open up your war mind. <laughs> Imp congratulations are in order. Would that be impulations? Impulations. I like it. Uh, Final Fantasy Patch 4.3 is finally dropping. And we have those crazy pilots from Eve. All that and more coming up right now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE Podcast. Welcome to episode 298 of the podcast celebrating you, the Aaliyah Ioctest gaming community. The Die Has Been podcast. This is Tetsemi. And to my left and up is McCullough. Hey, guys. I really would love there to be food in the Guild Kitchen, but uh, Phoenix Comic Fest is, I don't know, starts on Thursday, so I've been a little busy. Yeah, so Actually, I'm lying. There's other things, uh-huh. right? <laughs> Actually, no, I'm lying. There was the blackberry sour cream pie. There was the dark chocolate um, brownies. And tomorrow night, there'll be the caramel apple pie. I'm lying. I'm still baking. Oi. <laughs> of course you are. Sorry for the mess. Oh, and to my right is Mewcow. Greetings, gamers. All right. And this week, we are joined by special guests Lank Theris, Lars Gagner, and a very late, incredibly exploding Tuku Common, who are here to talk to us about AIE in EVE. Welcome. Hi. Greetings. And here's where I channel my inner Tuku going, Hey guys, I'm running late. I'll be back you soon. <laughs> oh, something, something fleet, something, something fleet. You know he's going to show up at like five minutes till ending. <laughs> and then the ladies are going, maybe. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, McCullough, since you started off, what is or what have you been up to besides baking and crafting all the things? Baking and crafting all the things. Um, Doing the type of gaming that I do, which is rolling dice, of course. Uh, so let's see. Monday night, we played session two of our Ultimates Marvel game using the City of Mist uh, system, which was a great time because our previous game left off with our the Arizona Avengers getting a command of killing as a child. Um, <laughs> we said no. and we're no longer the Arizona Avengers. We're on the run from crazy Reed Richards, but things are getting better. (laughs) Because we're working with Sabretooth. We're working. (laughs) Hey, we just met Prince Namor, dude. I'm pretty hyped. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, So, and then let's see. Wednesday night, I had um, the game that was previously called Thor's Day Thunder, which will soon again be Thor's Day Thunder. Yep. Um, where um, our good friend Shady, Shady, aka Mr. Shoujo, because I can't think of his name in the AIE Guild, um, his character sacrificed his life so he could not be killed by a dragon. You couldn't talk your way out of this one? Yeah. There was no talking our way out. There was just immediate fighting. And then <laughs> last, yeah, yeah, there was no talking. Um, and then last night we working on getting our D and D characters back together because they had been separated for a few years. So that was a really great time, which involved my first level cleric of saloon getting attacked by a hyena where there aren't supposed to be any, and um, you know, weird visions and such, and. Good times, good times. Very cool. And Mew, what have you been up to? Uh, for me, uh, probably a lot of uh, Destiny 2, the Warmind stuff. Um, actually been doing the occasional raid in that one. Um, going back and doing actually the original raid. So now that we have the better gear, it's actually, of course, a, a lot easier. But uh, you still get decent gear. So yeah, that's been fun. 
And uh, other than that, um, lots of WoW actually been going back and doing what everyone else was doing a while back, which was going, finally going back to some of my uh, lesser used alts and getting them through their stories. Um, and oh. Yeah, so because it's, you know, when you, when you raid on three different raid teams, you don't really have as many time for all your alts as you'd like. So, but uh, other than that, um, I've been playing uh, a bit of Far Cry 5 co-op uh, with Mrs. Mew. Yay! That's, yep, that's been a lot of fun. Um, you know, it's obviously a, a very interesting experience, especially because we use, um, since our, our computers are next to each other, we use Hangouts. So that right. we can still see and hear each other while, while we're playing, um, so that's always a fun experience. And uh, yeah, just you know, running after cultists and, and doing unspeakable things to them, that sort of thing. You know, family bonding. Sounds like a good time. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Think things you do when your kids finally napping. Yep. yep. Exactly. And then, other than that, that's about it. So, how about you, Tets? Uh, what I have been up to, so actually I have been doing a lot less in WoW. Uh, in fact, I think I log in two characters to do tailoring in their Draenor garrison to make 30 slot bags and my alchemist to make flasks for raid when we raid and then just doing the, um, class order hall quests for Tet and doing anytime the, um, uh, Valshara, uh, world quests are up. Um, do that because that's the only mount out of the chest I don't have. But, um, I got my Nightborn to 110 and unlocked the heritage armor, which looks amazing on her because it shows off all the tattoos. So, no armor so that, regret. Nope, nice. No armor regret at all. It looks absolutely gorgeous. Um, I have my high mountain Torin. At 77, uh, basically, I went and did what everyone said don't do, and I took him through Outland, and I did Hellfire Peninsula into um, Mushroom Place, and then out of the Mushroom Place into Terracar, and then out of Terracar into Nagran. So, um, done basically like 17 levels in in outland and it's i mean you know it doesn't matter where you do 60 to 80 in wow right now it's a slog Mm -hmm. so um but i either i didn't side with the the same scryer old or that i thought i did or there are a whole bunch of quests that i never did in terracar (laughs) um before but i did like the entire thing of terracar like all the quests and stuff so it could have um, been that I think back in the day um, they had things more level locked, and now that everything's all been, scaling, yeah. they probably un- got rid of all those scaling uh, um, set- yeah. settings. So it may have been stuff like you can't do this till sixty eight, and by then everyone's like, "I'm out of here at sixty eight. I'm out of here, right, right." Yeah. yeah. So I did that. Um, so he's got three, like two and a half more levels, and then we're off to Pandaria with him because I really don't want to go to um God, what was it a cataclysm i'm like eh, we'll see yeah. maybe i'll go maybe i don't right um i just did pandaria on the nightborn so i'm kind of trying to tag expansion so well we'll have to see how it is but either way it goes once you hit 80 it goes fast yeah um and then I got last week we did um uh, in Sotor we did I got three tunes to conquest this week I actually got four tunes to conquest because it's a little bit easier with double rampages, and the whole guild actually got uh, medium conquest again, which is awesome. And we'll talk a little bit about that in yeah. the in the Sotor news as well. So, all right, and with that, Lank, what have you been up to in or out of game lately? What have I been up to? Uh, driving hoots crazy, of course. Uh, making him. Cringe because whenever I talk in comms, he knows I'm creating more work for him because he secretly knows he loves it. He's so <laughs> love you, buddy. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> that and just like doing a lot of like like a lot of recruitment for the corp and just kind of taking on a lot of a little side things. I don't want to get too much into it right now. Maybe later on, just so kind of see what the shenanigans have been up to. But yeah, but primarily in, uh, doing a lot of stuff in for the corp. Cool. 
Tuku, what? Uh, not Tuku. This weekend. I looked Tuku's at Tuku's name. Responding to him. So. <laughs> Lars, what have Tuku's you been not up? here. Well, the narrative is Tuku is running from angry testes. Uh, those <laughs> testes. Other kinds of testes. But um, still, when you say, say it that way, it's like, okay. <laughs> There's we got to set the narrative. I'm just reading what Tuku said. Right. Um, we'll let him pop up and defend himself in a bit. Right. See, so, if he would have um, been here on time. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I wouldn't have had to say that. Yeah. Um, we had I'd let him say it. Yeah. We had to explain to him the other day because he was, he was actually asking the other day for uh, like one of like the uh, uh, the leader of TAS back when we were back in the day, Montolio. And it's like, has anyone heard from Montolio? It's like, dude. For all we know, Montolio's laying out like like drunk in some ditch in front of a Serbian like who nanny. I don't know. It's been a weird yeah. time lately. Yeah. So some of us were winning at Eve. Um, I showed back up in February and then we moved. And then we get over that again. big wall. Um, <laughs> and, and then we just moved a, a few weeks ago. Yep. Um, and we're in the process of moving. So I move large quantities of stuff around large yeah. expanses you're, you're of space and jump graders and stuff like that. Yeah. Um I was in AIEU back when we started in 2010. I was linking a, a fun loss mail when we set up our first home, uh, nicely labeled Millaways, was a tower. Uh, mm. I'm not sure where it was, Lank. I can't remember, I actually. Don't, I don't remember. It was a Declan. No, I think it was Cloudring. Yeah. But yeah, we got it in. We got it in. I'll find Warak help us get us in. And uh, then I blew up my freighters on the way back out, trying to get my <laughs> way back to Isaac. So good of times. Course. I'm back. I'm not winning at Eve anymore. Yeah, but, <laughs> but and remember, Highsec, the most dangerous it's place in the game. Bad, just bad. <laughs> All these neutrals everywhere. Like, yeah, it's, it's not fun. Anxiety nope. provoking. It's just no, just no. Yeah, I guess. All terrible. right. Well, we will be digging into more Eve shortly. But first, let's cover this week's news. A-I-E News. All right. And we have some community news. Um, for So now it comes to us, streaming and podcast stuff. Uh, Sword Tour Escape Past, Escape, wow, Podcast 292, Calculating Conquest. In um, this episode. 242. Yes. You skipped two like 50. Because I was in the middle of texting Aludra about episode 290, or about 300 coming up. My brain just went to the 290s. Okay. Got it. <laughs> All right. We're going to start that again. Mm-hmm. So, Tour Escape Podcast 242, Calculating Conquest. In this episode, AIE Sima, Max the Gray, and Astromech um, EPC 242 are joined by Guildmaster Brendan Cavanaugh to talk about conquest updates and BC's excellent planning spreadsheet. And in So, Tour Escape Podcast 243, Escape Podcast. Smooth operators. A, a, a ooh, words are really hard today. AIE, SEMA, <laughs> Max Gray, and Atromech 243 are joined by Guild member and ops leader Dent and Marcus, um, who also, by the way, run the Working Class Nerd podcast um, to talk about starting and running an ops team while they run the Umbra Flashpoint. And in an upcoming streaming news, Max the Gray will be streaming on the uh, Twitch TV AIE Guild channel right after the podcast tonight. Join him after we wrap up Eve to see AIE in ESO. Also on Thursday, ESO will be streaming on that same channel um, at 9 Eastern Easter time. And Noob Raid will be uh, streaming for WOW Saturday at 11 Eastern time. So go ahead and support your AIE streamers um, as they show all the great content and how we work together as a guild. And in other community stuff, um, are you like the re- like all three hosts that go of the show? Um, are you going to be going to Phoenix Fan Fest or Comic Fest and just want to or just want to see what the AIE Phoenix crew is up to? Um, Ara has created a AIE slash Tadpole D- um, Arizona Discord channel to be used for con and beyond um hit one of hit one of us or ara up in discord for the link um and speaking of comic fest nevermore is going to be at booth aa 503 Boovy is going to be at booth at the hero initiative booth at aa 396 and 398 and i'm going to be at aa 501 um i'll be carrying by the way my merchandise as well as some goodies from two other aie community members come by say hi and keep your eyes out for Wandering Mew and 
He'll be chasing after the cute blonde toe-headed child. Yes. Yep. I'll be very tired, I imagine. Yes. Alrighty. In Destiny 2 news, for those that don't know, a new DLC has dropped. It is called Warmind. It is uh, a new story content, kind of answers some questions uh, that we had about, you know, who that mysterious person was. Uh, there's a, also a, a new new raid layer and uh, new strikes, otherwise known as reskin story missions. And, of course, all kinds of fun new gear to grab, including a bunch of exotics. Um, and even some exotics from Destiny 1 have been making a reappearance. So, you know, if you were into that, uh, come by and have a look. Uh, season three has also uh, kicked off as uh, as a result, so be on the lookout for the upcoming faction rally. Uh, there, of course, you know, as a result, all a lot of old faces have started to resurface. Um, so, you know, make sure you're getting your guild powerful engrams, um, which you typically have to get by doing some kind of participation. But you know, the more everyone participates, the faster we get those engrams because they are the most effective way to get better gear in the game. Um, uh, the current ear cap, I think, is 340. Like, that's the highest you can get from just random drops. But uh, those powerful engrams you get from clan stuff, those could be whatever you happen to be at the time. So go ahead and get in there and get together. All right. And in WoW news, congratulations to New Braid on downing two Ooh. new bosses, one last week and one this week. Sounds like a great time was had by all. And if you'd like to join in on the fun, be online Saturday evenings around 11 p.m. Eastern time and keep an eye out in game chat and in the wow channel in aie's discord and in aie social news congratulations to the guild for hitting the medium conquest gold goal on the imp side the guild is really focusing on conquest goals and helping each other find ways to hit those goals that are both effective and fun and speaking of fun mandatory fun night will be on the republic side this week make sure you join the sotor uh, channel in aie discord and join the conquest exit activities and planning. Um, I know Ted, you've been working uh, doing the mandatory fun nights a few weeks, a few the last yep. few weeks. Yep, they have been they have been both mandatory and fun. And mandatory fun, fun yes. yes. Um, also, by the way, and I forgot to mention this: the Republic side also hit their conquest goal this week, which is awesome. So both get both. Both guilds hit their their conquest goals, but yeah, if you're um, if you're interested in Star Wars uh, and you have, I think at least a level fifty character uh, that has their ship, you know, you're through the ship mission, the ship part of the mission where you get your you get your own ship. Uh, come on out, and everyone gets bolstered, and we go through some of the story mode operations or go kill world bosses, and it's a lot of fun. Awesome. And for in uh, patch nine, sorry, wow, dyslexia is bad tonight. 5.9.1, which is mostly bug fixes, it'll be released on May 22nd. And the summer 2018 roadmap is out. Uh, go to uh, sotor.com, look under the news section. Um, looks like a lot of quality of life improvements. Um, the PVP focus. Um, and the PVE storylines will be picking up in the fall. All right. And Final Fantasy fourteen news. Patch 4.3 is dropping on Tuesday, with Monday being the 24-hour major patch maintenance. Whew. There are some uh, preliminary patch notes that have been dropped. Um, there's lots of changes. Many are quality of life. They've been doing a lot of quality of life lately, which is great. And, of course, uh, many new features. And, of course, it was the 45th birthday of Yoshi P, who is also known as Naoki Yoshida. Uh, he is the game producer, um, and the uh, Final Fantasy XIV Worldwide Gaming Community created a two-hour happy birthday video from the players to him, which was pretty awesome. Very uh, cool. Uh, details for all the news events and the uh, guild events are found in, of course, the Final Fantasy XIV Discord channel. I just have this vision of thousands of thousands of cat girls dancing in unison. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sorry, I just have to say. Yep. No, you're, you're probably not wrong. <laughs> All right. And in ESO news, a new expansion called Somerset will be arriving Monday, May 21st for players on PC and Mac and June 5th if you're on the PS4 and Xbox. Features six new areas, a new skill line called the Psychic Order. Psychic Close. order. Yes, I did. Yeah. Yeah. A new trial like raid 
and jewelry crafting and much more. <clears throat> Guild members have been Skyshard farming since they know they'll want skill points early on for the new jewelry crafting skill line. There's a lot yeah. of patches hitting this week. It's kind of crazy. There are. In yeah. um, STO news, um, in the upcoming new expansion, you'll be able to create uh, Jemadar captains. As Jemadar are all cloned from a specific path, this means your new captain will start out at level 60. Uh, you'll start with a full complement of Jemadar bridge officers, a fully geared ship, and a shuttle. Um, it, also, um, it also says you'll have to complete uh, pre-completed progress in crafting, specializations, and reputations. All players will be able to create Jemadar characters, but they're recommending that new players um, first create regular captains to learn to learn um, learn the game, go through the tutorial, etc. Um, there is a Jemadar tutorial specifically, but it'd be more like a ge- uh, introduction to the features of the race um, and what happened to them before they joined the faction. There will be a special variant of the Gemadar that you can purchase in the sea store um, called Odo's Vanguard. These are, spe- uh, these are a sp- special premium breed carefully created under the watchful eye of Odo. They're identical to other Lether brethren, brethrens, with the added bonus that their engineered soldier trait will give them bonuses in space combat. Romulan captains will be happy to know that with the upcoming expansion, the Federation and KF KDF are going to allow the Romulan captains that have allied with them to fly most of their starships. So if you have a Romulan captain and you're waiting to fly the Defiant-class starship, you'll be able to do that soon. Um, As for the fleet itself, they're currently focusing hard on the Spire holding, but also making steady progress on a few of the other holdings as well. When complete the Tier 2 when they complete the tier two of the research branches, the Spire, they'll have access to all the best tactical consoles in the game. So, oh, sorry. That's right. Sorry. That's okay. All right. And with that, let's get back to Langtheris and Tuku and Lars and find out what's going on in Eve. Where are we and where are we headed? Oh, I like, yeah. where, where are we and why are we in this handbasket more like <laughs> Eve? First, first of all, hi Tuku. Tuku borrowed uh, Hoot's camera, Hello. I think. <laughs> so Tuku was I finally made it. Can you give us like a quick uh, up, like update of where were you were, Tuku, and what all the shenanigans that happened there? Yeah. Well, what happened was we went to help an ally uh, shoot a space house, right? And on the way, the friendly team just raffle stomped the other te- uh, the other group, and they got angry. So our little group had to run away <laughs> because we couldn't take it after the allies left. And basically, we had to space. We had to go to a place where we could space teleport out, emergency emergency refugee style. It was tense and fun and exciting. <laughs> but you yeah, strange, you have a you have a strange definition of fun. I hey. do play Eve online. True. Remember this. Always take the context that this this is Eve. Uh, what usually would like make makes people run away from this game. It seems to attract the people who see. Oh look, giant fire! That's running right. towards it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like, well. yeah, this is the, it's, it makes for interesting reading at the very least. But, yes. um, Not so predictable. <laughs> never predictable. You know, we used to, you know, we joke around as, you know, we look at some of the other games that we were involved in, that AIE is involved in, and it goes like, oh, it's the doldrums, content, content drought, content drought, content drought. And we look at each other, it's like, what content drought? We, <laughs> we poke our, own, we we have our content. own content. There is no content drought. <laughs> we poke the bear a lot. So, but, uh, but, oh, what, what, what I'm trying to remember what we were talking about last time when uh, Hoots and I were back here. We we had become space hobos again, and uh, since that time, a lot of interesting th- stuff has happened. Uh, as you know, we left Guardians of the Galaxy, which well, if I can cue this up, because you know, because Guardians, we love you, but so they've kind of had a bad go of things. Um, they've been stole from. They've been knifed in the back, lost some space houses. 
Leader lost his giant space golden mushroom. <laughs> so, so sad. Really. We and all self-inflicted. And all terribly self-inflicted. <laughs> right. Because that's why we ended up leaving. Because he wanted to pass some policies that we just said, ah, uh, no, bad. But enough of that nonsense. Policies uh, don't mean <laughs> no stinking policies. Yes. So Godfather flashbacks there. <laughs> I know, right? Well, well, I have to set the perfect mood, you know. So no, then of course, then we went with the Russians, uh, lived out in drone lands, and we were there, and we were kind of having a good time. At least we were. Some of the other like EU corporations in the alliance weren't having that great a time because, well, you see, you know when you move into a neighborhood, and you've been sold by the by the like the the salesmanship, the kind of like narrative that it's a great neighborhood mm -hmm. the street the schools are really nice the streets are nice but well, well maintained and realize that when they gave you the tour they only took you to the good part of town right mm -hmm. and then you start like walking the streets and, and then you make you turn the corner yeah <laughs> and it's like oh look don't don't mind the crack whore then in the corner or the lack of Hulk like mill fires up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, the police shows up in a little tink, you know, tinker car, uh, and someone just stole your wheel. Yeah, you had your car parked at night, and somebody stole your wheels. Got it. The, yeah, no, we've been there. You know, the house is on fire, and the fire department shows up, and they bring out marshmallows. It's it was that yeah. kind of situation. And, unless you give them a hundred, yeah, unless you give them money, yeah, totally. Yeah. It was cozy. Yeah, it was totally. So we decided, well, screw that noise. We're moving. Uh, which again. Uh, I was we like moving. Yeah, we liked moving. We're really good at it. It's mobile, mobilization. It, yeah. But um, but yeah, after we left them, not to play more sad music, but they kind of imploded. <laughs> <laughs> Did so, you set off bombs? Well, we can neither confirm nor deny, but I think they had a bad day today, even. Oh, yes, they've all. So, like, you know, sort, God bless your heart. I really, I, uh, it's just, you know, but someone's just been kicking the poo from the people we used to work with. And, you know, rightfully so. That's just a have to say. And I um, know that we're going to get an angry email from this or jabber ping. And all I say is send your stuff to Hoots because <laughs> I'm not going to take responsibility for it. <laughs> And Hoots didn't show up tonight, so yes, send it to Hoots. Uh, I can already see. Yes, I can already like too. in my mind, like 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 face palming. Why, Link? Why? Diplomatic incidents. <laughs> so then we decided. Uh, well, now this is has screwed that noise. Let's go move to a new space. Pay, pay the iron price for our sovereignty. Right, right. So we teamed up with the Space Pandas, a, a mm -hmm. Chinese um, alliance. Yes. So in case you didn't know. Unlike a lot of games where you have like multiple shards of the game, mm -hmm. we all kind of live pretty. There's only really two shards: one's for the Chinese and one's for everyone else. Right. Well, a lot of those Chinese have been saying, "Oh, screw that! We want to play with everyone else." Mm -hmm. So now, space pandas are a thing. So we 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 crashed on their couch and we were living out of their, as I call it, the Kool Aid Orange Keep. <laughs> uh, it was a beautiful space station next to a giant orange, orange giant star, which made everything look like Kool-Aid. It was actually pretty awesome. <laughs> so where we jumped over a few, a uh, few spots of our temporary staging. And now we are actively couch, couch their couch. Yeah. Right. And, and now we are actively fighting and paying the hard fought fight to gain our new ancestral homeland. Because everyone needs a new ancestral homeland at right. least every every couple of years, right? So that's where we at. So uh, I I will leave this one up to Lars because I want to see how he describes the uh, our narrative. Our narrative. Um, <laughs> I would say AIEU is is kind of enforcing our own will upon an alliance that needs some will narrative to happen. Mm -hmm. And so uh, Lank has stepped up as an FC. Let's see. Argus has stepped up as an FC. Marduk, Tuku came back and is FCing. And so they're kind of creating a little bit of diplomatic incidents with our... As you should be. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Only a little. Only a little. Yeah, but uh, it, it's great because uh, the current war that we're involved in in this little area called Tenerifus, 
which everyone complains about. How do you say Tenerifrafrafras or Tenerifrafras? No one really knows. I think it's like Worcestershire. But it's great because Reddit has finally, you know, you know, you're the big time when they named your conflict. Yeah. And our conflict has been named the Hobo War. <laughs> awesome. Sweet. Because you are space hobos. Yeah, and it's like, oh, call that one. Yes. Because <laughs> I not that I don't call that like two weeks ago, right? <laughs> yeah. So so there you go. So now we're involved in the hobo hobo war. Uh, which is great because what started off as a initial proxy battle uh with some of our old old friends, um, Test Alliance, please ignore, and you know, brave newbies. Love you guys. <laughs> yes, yeah. But but yeah, it's it's um, what started off as a pro- uh, proxy war has now turned on to a full on hot war. In that, well, Test is trying to hold the space pandas back because they see the the space pandas um, as well an existential threat to their way of life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because heaven forbid, pandas beat Tyrannosaurus rexes because. <laughs> And you can you can actually like Google that, and it's actually a funny mem. But uh, and then you have you know Brave, you know tests off again, on again, bad girlfriend. So right. so it's funny, you know, logging in. It's like, oh, I remember you. I love you guys. I'm gonna shoot you in the face. Right. <laughs> but yeah, so you show love and Eve. Yes, we right, do. Right. You know, honestly, it's Eve though. So I, yeah. No, it's it's one of those things that it's like the duplicity and shenanigans and intrigue right. is something that is it's so like people have a hard time wrapping their head around it and mm-hmm. or and or get like a little bit moralistic mm-hmm. because they come from a game where you, or usually come from a game where there's a definite good side or a definite bad side. Right. You know, you know, black or white. Mm-hmm. There's a whole lot of gray with some chartreuse right. in. Right, right. So, and, and, and you need to really experience the kind of like, well, e- you know, you have good, we have evil, we celebrate good, and this game celebrates evil and everything in between. Because, hey, why not? Right. I still remember when we got into Eve for the first time. I was there at the beginning with Stig, and we tried to be like the WoW Guild at first because we were the first <laughs> mm-hmm. extension. Yeah, the first expansion. Yeah, and first, then uh... we just like rolled down the hill face first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> That's like, well, like, face meet reality. Yeah. Pop. Pop. It's like, oh, okay, we're going to have to mm-hmm. adopt our way. Moral? So in space, there are no morals? No. Oh, uh, I, I like to use a phrase that I borrowed from Hoot, which he absolutely hates. So whenever you see him, always ask, Hoots, what's your take on moral relativism? Not, okay, so that's uh, one above morally ambiguous. No, moral relativism. Morally ambiguous, there is no, you know, there, there's, well, there is no right and there is no wrong. But see, moral relativism, you do what you want because you mm-hmm. can just explain it away with like, okay. oh, you don't see, see, everything is different for different people and groups. Why even bother saying what's right or wrong? It doesn't matter. Hey, if your culture is perfectly okay to shoot someone in the face, mm-hmm. you do that because I can totally explain it away. Mm-hmm. And he's totally going to murder me for something. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> because there's quote unquote no absolute absolute truths, but oh well. But uh, but yeah, it's it's we we went into 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 Eve, uh, and yes, we struggled for a little bit. But even with the kind of at times murky environment that mm-hmm. Eve can be. AIE is still AIE. You know, right. yeah. I was joking the other day that we have our own kind of version of the, uh, like the AIE loot martyr, martyr loot system. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, here, brand new. You want to, you need a ship? Here you go. You need some money? Here you go. Here you go. Yeah. Go up. Here you go. Want to be FC? Here you go. It's like, just go have fun and enjoy. Mm-hmm. And if you can create some content for Roots, he'd really appreciate it. <laughs> there we go. Nothing for, nothing for love. Nothing but love from my CEO. Right, guys? Right. Yeah. Anyways. But yeah, but, but besides, like you mentioned that, um, uh, Lars, you, you're hardly like most qualified to talk about like you know, kind of the things that we're doing to kind of like run the run the place, uh, like, like the logistics chain and stuff. So I know I'm not allowed to talk about it because it's all opsec. So it's opsec, and then opsec, and then opsec, and and we can't talk about any of okay. that. But 
Um, what, one thing I think that's really cool about AIE in space and AIEU is a lot of corps or alliances just don't get us. The fact that we are a community, we're AIE first. Mm-hmm. Um, and we worry about spies coming and, and, and showing up like, uh, let's say, a Jedi showing up and he got the grilling to become an FC. He mm-hmm. became an FC as well. I didn't mention that. Yeah. And, and we're like, well, he just joined again, right? The corp, like what, two months ago. And they're really going back through his history because his character is from 2006 mm-hmm. or something. Um, but he's been an AIE forever. So like, I'm not going to screw things over because I'm AIE first right. and blades of grass, second, third, fourth, or fifth. So mm-hmm. Our corp is very different that way. Right. Yeah. There's yep. so much cool stuff in Eve. You don't have to do the crazy shenanigans like a lank. Um, you can right. just do the boring stuff like moving stuff around in space, like I do, and get really, really, really nervous when your jump freighter bounces off a station and then you have to <laughs> slow boat it. It takes about a minute and a half to get back to the station. And you're thinking, I've got billions of isk in this cart hole mm-hmm. and I'm freaking out right now. Um, that's the exciting part I get. Um, there's so many things to do. We've got a lot of new people coming back um, or new people coming and older people coming back. Um, I've talked to a few people that are thinking about coming back, but I won't embarrass them now. Um, Eve is a good place to just see different ways of playing. Um, I like it because it's a very different type of experience. Um, the way skills work as opposed to leveling. There's no, I'm getting up to the cap. You just, you don't get there. Right. Mm-hmm. There is no cap. In fact, it's there's no, just an infinite horizon of skill points. <laughs> yeah. That's actually why I started playing Eve because I was doing a, a course at my university about um, MMOs and I was looking how the model of Eve is so different to the standard leveling model. And I thought, well, this is research. So I'm going to go play Eve online. Um, and then, you know, <laughs> Snake started a corp and, and then it just went downhill. It from went there. downhill from the, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it's it like I says it's an, a rather unique situation, uh, in that the fact that yes, like you says that there's a, a rather unique leveling system, but you know in a lot of games, uh, and we hear from a lot of people who are play a lot of the PVE type, like we call them theme parks, where you get on the ride, yay ride, you know, you everyone has the kind of shared experience, right? Uh, which is fun, which is which is enjoyable if you like going to Disneyland. Uh, but you see, must do. I like do. going to Disneyland. But you see, you know, Eve is kind of like the hardened streets of New York City, where it's like you have all the tools, but it, at its heart, it is inherently unfair. And it's unfair for a purpose because, you know, you know, we joke around Eve is real. Yeah, it's real. It's unfair. Uh, you're going to be running into people who have better ships and better skills. Right. And, you know, like more money to throw at you. So either... You adapt and change, get crafty, or you get your ball and you move to another place in the sandbox. And you come back with your friends. Exactly. You don't get raffle stamped. It, it's really a, an exercise in how really good you're good at organizing people. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you know, because uh, and the average, e, you know, like we'll say, wow, the average uh, uh, raid is what about twenty five right now, and it's been a while. Uh, and that's you know, organizing twenty five people is kind of hard. Try organizing a fleet of a 300 persons. Right. All with different right. levels of like disparate levels of, of skills and experiences, languages. Yeah. Yeah. You know, cultural expectations. So you have to become a people person. You have mm-hmm. to be a relationships manager and, uh, and hopefully not blow up. And when they, people do blow up, you sit there and you giggle to yourself going, good job. Good job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because, you know, there will be a lot of very experiences. Not every corporation or alliance is like AIE. Um, you know, there are, there, there are the Care Bearers, and then there's the guys you, if you saw getting beat up in an alley, you'd actually get out of your car and help jump in because they totally deserve it. But, you know, that's what makes Eve Eve. Right. Yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, it's like, like just, and I'll, I'll, I'm going to randomly pick, um, like, Tuku, the Battle of YF Tack. Yes, random. Yes. So, <laughs> I, I I say it with a reason, of course. Right, right. Uh, so, so can you give us like a little like feedback? What happened? What was this Battle of YF Tack? Well, there was nothing, and then waiting, and then nothing, 
Uh, re really, the the first two fleets I'd run since I came back were uneventful because the enemies didn't come out and play, and that happened sometimes. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, I, I tried my hardest to antagonize people into fighting my fleet, and it just didn't work. I was... Hmm. I, I I don't know what I don't know why maybe I smell or something I don't know <laughs> but, but I made money doing it and that's the important part yeah because as I mentioned AIU actually offers a we pay you to be an FC program so FC so Hoots is you know FC two fleet so that's eighty million isk so that's a lot of rifters. so you know and again it goes 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 to the varied experience I'm sorry go to go ahead. Link owes me forty million again because I just oh, got. You're right. Good thing we have benevolent benefactors. I was wondering why Tuku's running so many fleets because <laughs> there's money involved. <laughs> yep. So, so some people call it bribery. I call it incentive. Right, right. <laughs> but it goes to the very, uh, you know, the very thing, you know, why, why FTAC, where we actually took some and we actually have a foothold there, it can be uneventful. And you can have sneaky things like we had an. Um, I, I was flying in a fleet, and I kind of freeported an entire station uh, in, in this area called ZD One. So sneaky people doing sneaky things. We now open the door in someone's backyard, saying, "Everyone coming in," while we're busy like messing other stuff in the other area. So now they have to deal with that. And uh, like my, I've like I said, I've, I've been seeing, and my first like alliance uh, fleet I took out. Um, we were going to get raffle stomped. I knew we were going to get raffle stomped. You know, it was supposed to be an easy, low, low interest, low, 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 uh, the, the low effort. No, not just a low effort. There was going to be not a lot of like danger involved. Right. Okay. So we're on our way. Low risk, high, low risk, high reward. Exactly. And we show up and there's like five super carriers and two carriers <laughs> slow boating and i'm defending the station that we had just like laid down and i'm like going oh bring me my brown pants <laughs> <laughs> bring That's me my red shirt, shirt. yeah bring my yellow i've got my brown pants on here we go and to, to be honest we were holding our own really well but it's like we're in like 20 you know battleships they're in super carriers mm -hmm. That's like the space equivalent of like, it's like tons of little ships flying. We're all going to die. And out of nowhere, like someone had called upon a non-existent bat phone. Pandemic Legion shows up. <laughs> I swear I don't have a bat phone. I swear I don't have a they're, bat phone. They're, they're, in, they're in your other pants. But, yes, we have no bananas. <laughs> But but like you know, like a good quarter of the fleet was all AAU people, and they look at me and goes, "This would happen on your first fleet. Mm -hmm. It would. <laughs> we were going to get you know completely like stomped to the ground, and sure enough, the biggest bully shows up and goes, "Oh, look at those super carriers. We're going to beat them up first. Right? And we're like cheering, going, "Yay, yay!" And then they started shooting at us, like, "Oh, we should dock." <laughs> <laughs> but it's great because you see. The, the, uh, the, the station that we were defending was coming out of reinforced, so you have a limited number of time that you need to defend it. By them jumping in, what was like, oh my god, we're going to die and lose this really expensive space station was saved. You know, insert Final Fantasy fanfare here. Mm -hmm. right. Like, holy poop, I need to go change my shorts now. <laughs> <laughs> because, see, EVE is a game that is for the most part a quiet, serene <laughs> exercise in just chill punctuated by seconds of sheer abject terror where you're like laying on the ground jerking around saying why do i do this oh yeah i'm secretly an adrenaline junkie really i am it's like <laughs> that's why you just, drive a motorcycle in LA. Exa exactly that's why i'm that kind of guy but yeah you never know what you're going to see when you undock it could yeah. be 20 minutes of boredom to five seconds of sheer absolute terror. So I was on a fleet the other day and a fax machine, which is a type of carrier, which is the one. Uh, uh, it's the uh, the force auxiliary. It is a giant space priest. 
Yes, yes, yes. It's like a paladin, but the size of the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. So uh, it just warped in to where we were at and said, shoot me. Because what he was doing was insurance fraud. See, you can. Okay. He saw the writing in the wall. That I understand. We're going to take over the system and destroy the space station. He goes, I can't get this thing out. Right. And the funny thing is. This particular space gigantic space priest actually looks like a giant pope hat, which I thought was a nice touch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's awesome. And all I have to say is I got in that kill and now I am green on my kill board for months. Nice. <laughs> months. I could be a total screw up and I'm still like look good right. on paper. That's right. But uh, but yeah, and also um, it looks like we've got Max. I know you mentioned that earlier on it, but the um, with the, the streaming, yeah, it's Max, streaming. Max is back, and yep, Max will be streaming. I know, I know. It was like welcome to the, welcome to the Fusion for Fleet. Yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> here's your ship. Got it. So he, he will be streaming soon, and we might be involved in a couple little shenanigans there. Uh, can't mention too much of it because well, that requires redacted. Well, not redacted. Yeah. Requires prior planning that we haven't done yet. Hmm. So we're going to work on that. So you'll be seeing more about that uh, very, very soon. And, um, you know, like I said, we're still holding the line. Uh, today we we were on a fleet and we were going to take our space away from us. And we said, oh, screw that noise. <laughs> so we showed up and it was wonderfully uneventful. And we spa- we saved our space, uh, space castle. So yay. Yay. So yeah, so and with that, because we were having some, so solve is an interesting mechanic in the game. How you get uh, take over space? It's a giant version of like capture the flag mm-hmm. almost. So they in- introduced this new link called the Intosis link, which when you take when you attack um, this this uh, this thing in space called I think it's called the uh, TCU, which I forget what the acronym is because acronyms um mm-hmm. when you attack it it will after a certain um, uh, number of hours or days it posts all these little nodes which you then have to fly around and kind of tag them and take control over them so you win the objective so we used to be flying around these tiny little squishy little ships which didn't work so tuku and some of the guys put you know put their heads together and alas or actually not even alas the aiu pop tart and tosis doctrine <laughs> Came to into effect because it's it's colloquial known as toasting. Uh-huh. So we thought, mm-hmm. well, who wants boring toast? We like pop tarts. Pop tarts, right, right. So we have pop tarts. It's great. One of the ships looks like this fat, roly poly little eagle with stubby little wings. Mm-hmm. So it totally fits our corporation. And the other one looks like a giant space shingle. Nice. <laughs> a blue tin roof. Yes. Yeah, it's a blue. Uh, it looks like one of those, like you know, like. Is that those solar like solar panel like right. tiles that Elon Musk has created? Yeah, that's what the ship looks like. Oh, and it's like, so it's like, oh, we're generating power and saving the universe. And nice. FC, you can bring that Drake. Yes, you can bring that Drake. Finally, which is the biggest, biggest in joke now. And now, once again, the Drake is viable. Oh, the space shingle of doom, which <laughs> that doomy anyway. So you guys are taking over a uh, a POS, not a citadel, right? So posses are dead. They're gone. They're going away. Okay. Um, that mechanic was is pretty much getting sunsetted with the new kind of solve me- me- mechanic. Gotcha. Uh, okay. Now you know they still exist, but they're going to kind of like become phase you know, them out. Yeah, phase mm-hmm. them out, and they've been replaced with the citadel system. So now we have like s- space cities in space. And right. space engineering docks in space, and everything is destructible. <laughs> and a lot of the NPC uh, stations that exist in in uh, in conquerable space, right. which have been around, those are being replaced by special editions citadels. So everything in null, and they can be blown up too. Will be be able to be blown up, and so- it's caused. A- a really interesting situation where everybody's trying to take everyone else's stations because you get these really expensive new brand new stations. Yeah. Yeah, all, <laughs> all those originally NPC stations will now have like, you'll get a space plaque next to your station saying, you know, we were here on day, whatever, 
this right. belonged to us, but it might be under new management or it may not even exist. So you'll be a gi- gi- giant floaty like statue in space because <laughs> that's just the way it is. Right, right. So does that drive the market then back to even more back to Jita or where, where does, you know, Jita is, so Jita is, there's four regional uh, uh, kind of like centers of, of activity. Jita is still the big one. Uh, it okay. always been, but now you're seeing more regionality because with the new soft system, the economics make it so it's just easier to produce things in right. where we're at. So, mm-hmm. it, you know, you, you, you build where you eat. And so there, there makes no point, well, no sense to go to Jita if you can produce it locally, kind of like, like groceries. Exactly. <laughs> Then I don't have to ship it in so much. Farm, farm it's exactly. it's true. Farm to table, but chaos. But the problem farm is farm to table chaos. That whole production system, like you said, is destructible. So you have to defend it, or you lose screwed. you lose your lunch. You know? Yeah, and, and remember, it, it's like some of these citadels are like fifty billion. Yeah. Uh, so not as expensive as some of the most expensive ships, the avatars, but still, that's a lot of money. Yeah. That's a lot of time and effort, and you don't want to see your your space castle because it's literally like it's a castle in the sky, right? And 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 you know the the size of like New York, and heaven forbid something horrible happens to it because what's going to happen to all those thousands and thousands of space janitors you happen to right. <laughs> bring in from from uh, from from Jita? So, are are the planetary ops still a thing, or has that been? Updated that, as well. That is actually not been phased out. That was the 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 cross thing with Dust Five One Four. Right. Alas, CCP has pretty much sunsetted that game. It's no longer active. So that kind of planetary bombardment interaction go away. It went, went away, oh, okay. unfortunately. But hey, that's that is life. Yep. So can still mine that mine planets for resources though which is getting update updated so not as many clicks and and who hasn't set up his pi yet so we're not moving quite yet yeah we've no it's a thing as soon as he sets up his pi then you can move that's the rule right so the two last two times we moved he secretly set pi without telling us he ended up moving anyway yeah so so he is barred i think for i think someone even offered to pay him a monthly stipend if he didn't set up pi (laughs) <laughs> nice. Yeah, because who wants to feel moons, right? Yeah, but it just goes to show that's like you know, it's it's a superstition within a group, within an organization in space in a video game, where people are saying, "Here, take this and don't <laughs> do that. Just yeah. don't." We're it's causality. If you do this, then we're moving again. Don't yeah. do that. No, we right. we, we kind of joked around a couple nights ago with with one of the alliance leaders, and he goes, "Who's hasn't set up PI? Has he?" Joke. It's a total joke. Totally total joke. Hoots. But there you go. Welcome to the wacky world that we play in. Yeah. Right. But yeah. But also, uh, we want to go ahead uh, if you wanted to kind of find out for yourself and experience it. We've put up a link to our discord channel because we set our own discord. So you can always start kind of, you know, you can jump in our public channel and just kind of talk around saying, so what's this Eve thing that's going on? And do I have to sell my firstborn? Uh, if you're lucky, you don't. Uh, <laughs> or from the AIE discord, you can join in on the Eve embassy channel. Yeah. Because, yep. because heaven forbid that channel has, you know, the, the general channel has to become the all Eve all the time. It's like, oh, look at everything that's what we're doing. Yeah. So you can't complain exactly. that there's no content coming our, our, our way. So, yes, if you're interested, let us know. We'll, we'll hook you up. Very cool. All right. So was there – now that we've got the, the link to the Discord, was there anything else you guys wanted to mention before we close the show? Hmm. I can only channel my inner hoot and in saying, I hope he didn't say what he said he said. But, mm. like, but you did, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I think I think that's about it. I don't know for you for you too, or Lars. If you have anything you want to add, no, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, uh, come join us in space. Yeah. We'll be yes. gentle. Come explode <laughs> with me. Exactly. Tuku needs All more right. isk to make. That's right. He needs more isk and no more, more explosions. They go. They go hand in hand. 
All right. Well, that is going to be our show for tonight. While the chat room begins suggesting show titles, we want to thank Lanktheris, Lars, and the ever-lovable Tuku, the explodable first of his name for joining us tonight. <laughs> thank you, guys. And uh, other than the Eve Discord, um, I know, Lank, you're on... Uh, you're on... Um, I'm on the Twitters. Twitter. I'm on the Twitter, yeah. so you can just look up Lanktheris and, oh, look, there he is. And and you can also follow the corp uh the twitter which is aiu no aie underscore universal so we get to see some of our propaganda that we usually pop out that way i do want to remind everybody when following link please be very careful of any links he might put into totally click on the links totally it's (laughs) life changing it is a life affirming it really is Link you know, which, might be why we carry blunt mind bleach or brain bleach in the guild kitchen. Yes. <laughs> Just treat them as not safe for work, not safe for home, not safe not, for children. Not safe. Not safe hey, for hey, you. hey, all I have to say that link to the ham zombie head, that was <laughs> sometimes was clicking solid. on Link's links will lose will make you lose sanity points. Yes. That's right. Yes, Cthulhu is my is is my. He's your patron. <laughs> He's my spirit animal. animal. <laughs> Dang it! Where are my Cthulhu fingers? Anyways, I have already all my sanity. <laughs> true, exactly. true. I think it's actually a prerequisite for uh, being an Eve player. Yeah, bad in spreadsheets, but bad in spreadsheets. See, I had to fill somebody's bingo card. Right <laughs> there, we go. Well, you already said it's you. You already said spreadsheets. Uh, no, this is the first mention of spreadsheets this show. Ooh, we yeah. made it through the whole show without mentioning spreadsheets. But the king the of spreadsheets. But the king of spreadsheets mentioned spreadsheets. Spreadsheets, spreadsheets. I, 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 I had to fill in the, the bingo. You know, I had True. to fill in the bingo squares. It's Eve. There's spreadsheets. Bingo. True. Bingo. The mis the, the misconception of Eve spreadsheets. <laughs> There's no misconception. Eve is spreadsheets. Come on. <laughs> Anyways, it's not I, spreadsheets; I, it's workflows. Oh, I there we go. Made a spreadsheet while I was running a fleet this morning. <laughs> <laughs> sure, you did. Awesome. Okay. Um. So, if you guys have questions or comments about the show, email us at podcast at aie guildorg You can follow us on Twitter. The show is at aie podcast. Mew is at the Mew Cow. I am at Cyberwaif, and Tetsemi is at Ivory Tiger. We record live with video every other Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. You can join the chat room and play along with us at the website, um, aie-gill.org. Uh, look for the podcast live stream. And our Discord server uh, for our chat is uh, bit.ly AIE, Disco- uh, AIE Podcast Discord. Our theme was composed by the wonderful Andrew Allen. Follow him at Keys with Soul or visit his website, keyswithsoul.com. And now it's time to play the awesome AIE member segment we received this week from Hoots over the, sorry, Hunts. The Wings, <laughs> overly, too much, too much Hoots. But uh, no, we got Hoots. overly dramatic news from Hunts the Wind this week. So uh, next time we'll be talking to Abovan in Final Fantasy XIV. So until then. This is Tetsemi. This is Makala. And this is Bucow. And this has been the AIE Podcast. Studio Scribe surprisingly solves Sword Seepage Scramble. It's the Overly Dramatic News, I'm Hunts the Wind. No mission scriptionist Blix Bertleblit thought she had it made. Silithus was an ignored zone, with lots of strange creatures to harvest for rare ink components. But then a huge sword came crashing down, and tons of people showed up to fight over the crystalline slime that came out of the slice in the ground. Blix figured if she could find a way to create more slime for the crowds, they'd go away and leave her in peace. She knew the local worms produced a slime trail from an organ called the Ong gland. She tried crushing a pair of the glands together, but instead of crystal slime, all she got was a brilliant blue pigment with an overpowering stench. Blix was nearly overcome when suddenly a flash of inspiration flared in her mind. Dipping her staff end in the bowl of the pigment, she traced a large blue square on the ground, making three 90-degree counterclockwise turns. A burst of light flared, and when it subsided, the inside of the square revealed a pile of the coveted crystals. 
Absolutely overjoyed, Bertelblit's scream of triumph was heard for miles. Eureka! Two Azurongs don't make an Azurite, but three Azurlefts do! Broadcasting across all Azeroth, I'm Hunts the Wind. Check out the archives at OverlyDramaticNews.com or follow me on Twitter at Hunts the Wind. Part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com.